Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome back to another Just Films and That new release special. I'm Josh Hallam and this time around we're going to be diving back into the world of the MCU with their latest offering, Ant-Man and the Wasp quantum mania as with the other ones i'm going to try and keep this as spoiler free as possible but if you don't want to know anything at all then maybe give this a listen once you've seen the film uh, with this being a marvel film it probably extends to the other marvel stuff as well but i will do my best to bear in mind spoilers anyway in terms of the plot well the film follows scott lang's ant-man after the events of avengers endgame we find him sort of trying to live out his life whilst enjoying a little bit of quiet but a little bit of fame and a little bit of quality time with his daughter to Cassie who's now a little bit older because of the blip and is now played by Catherine Newton as well as the other returning characters we've seen in the other films such as Michael Douglas's Hamp Pym, um, Michelle Pfeiffer's Janet Van Dyme and Evangeline Villili's Hope who is now also going steady with Scott in a relationship. During an experiment uh, the whole family are sucked into the quantum realm which is where you may remember Janet have been stuck for the last 30 years in the last film. Um, I'm not going to explain what the quantum realm is because I'm not a scientist, but basically it's like a little tiny world where um, there is a whole civilization existing and living and they're all living in fear of the one they call the Conqueror, uh, Conqueror, sorry, who turns out to be Kang, played by Jonathan Majors, in his first major uh, f- sort of full-length turn as Kang uh, after being teased in Loki, and as we know, is going to go on to be one of the next bigger bad guys in the MCU. So let's get into it. Overall. I didn't think it was great, to be honest, I have to say. It's probably not as bad as I think some people are saying. I think some people are acting as if it's the sort of bell tolling for the doom of the MCU, but I think they've made something like $30 billion overall, so I think they're, I think they're probably okay. Um, but um, I'd say this is okay to, to meh. If I had to sum it up, it's probably meh. But there was stuff I liked. Um, I like the look of the film. Um, it looks a little bit different, well, a lot different to the other Ant-Man films. It looks more like something like Guardians of the Galaxy, um, it's really colourful and I quite like a lot of the design elements that have gone into the different creatures and beings that live in the quantum realm as well as the quantum realm itself. There are also some interesting ideas then in there about how the quantum realm works and why it works that way, which I enjoyed. Um, it's pretty well paced as well. It's more or less bang on two hours and I didn't feel at any point like a moment had been wasted or that anything was dragged out. I didn't find myself bored at any point as I have done with some of the more recent MCU films. There's some pretty good action this too. Unlike the other Ant-Man films, it's a lot bigger in scale, ironically speaking. So there's a lot 
less of the hand-to-hand stuff than there is in the first two, but there's some of that towards the end, which I thought was executed really well and felt quite visceral, and I think it was probably the best they've done done it so far when you compare it to the other films, but as I say, this is a lot bigger in scale, it's a lot more epic, so there's some pretty good action sequences towards the end in the film's uh, climax. And then finally, I'd say the cast are pretty good in this as well. Some of them are given more to do than others, which I'll come on to, um, but I just want to touch on two in particular. Um, Paul Rudd isn't one of them, but obviously Paul Rudd is the lead and he is as effortlessly charming and watchable as he always is. And it's good to have more of Michelle Pfeiffer uh, in there as well. But I want to talk about Catherine Newton and Jonathan Majors because they're the the newcomers to this. Um, Catherine Newton plays Cassie, who, as I've already said, is Scott's daughter, who's a little bit older now because of the blip. Um, And I remember saying in the episode we did on Blockers that I thought she'd be a household name by the end of this year. And I think if she's not, there's something wrong because I think she's brilliant in this. She's the real emotional heart, the film she brings a real heart to the role and i think this she brings a real sort of naive wide-eyed optimism to cassie wanting to be part of her dad's life and change the world for the better but the real standout for me in this film is is jonathan majors as kang it's one of the real draws and I think he really elevate, uh, elevates this film uh, with this performance so some people have said before haven't they that, that, that you know there are good marvel films with average villains and i think this is probably an average film with a good villain he is used sparingly but the scenes he and are the most memorable ones and there's something about his energy when he's on screen that you can't you can't take your eyes off him i mean he's really physically imposing he's quite a big guy so that i think that does help but he's also really graceful and refined in the way that he stands and he's got really great like the way he plays kind of got a really amazing posture and the way he moves is really great and there's a stillness to him so when you you're watching him you're just waiting to see what he does uh next he's definitely a cut above of some of the other marvel villains we've seen and i think there's a lot more to come from him and explain his backstory and motives and what he wants why he wants that but otherwise i'll, I'll say no more because otherwise I'll, i don't want to give anything away Anyway, I'll move on to things that I didn't really like. I'm not going to labour the point too much because that's not really what we're about uh, on this podcast, but there are some issues. I think one of the first issues is it's a little bit... It's how formulaic it is, I have to say. I think it's lost some of what the other Ant-Man films have, and it's tried to make up with them... uh, try to make up with them in other ways so it feels a little bit tonally all over the place so what i like about the others is, is that they're very much set in the real world and you have normal people interacting with the characters so like cassie's mum and her husband and scott's ex-con friends and all that's missing here because it's in it's entirely set in the quantum realm hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So what they do is they try and make up for it with jokes about the quantum realm in that almost self-referential, oh, isn't it all weird, nodding to the camera sort of way. And I found that to be a little bit of a... Uh, a little bit tired. Similarly, I think there's an uh, something missing with scale. Now, when I talk about scale, I don't mean what I meant before, like the, in that the film is bigger in scale. The film is bigger in scale. But what I mean here is the first two Ant-Man films played around with scale to give us an interesting cinematic experience. And they went to a lot of effort to show scale and to use it. You know, the whole thing is, is he can shrink and he can, and he can grow bigger. And they did stuff with that to give you an, an interesting cinematic experience. So for example, in the first one, you have the bit where he gets flushed down the drain uh, and that's really good. That's really visually engaged and felt really cinematic, but you don't really get that in this because it's all set in the quantum realm. So he's shrinking and he's growing for, um, for what he needs to do in the film, but you don't, because it's all CGI, you don't really get a, gris, a grasp of how big everything is. So it doesn't really have as much impact. And I do like the designs and visuals of the quantum realm, but if this is an Ant-Man film and I wanted to see more of what made Ant-Man Ant-Man and you just don't really get it on here. You just sort of get CGI upon CGI and end up with another heavy CGI, you know, sci-fi film. There's a bit of an issue with character development as well. We do get more of Cassie and Janet, which is good. But as far as I can remember, Hope doesn't really have any kind of a story arc. She doesn't really have much to do other than being there as the Wasp to help Scott and have the same powers as him and be able to fly and shoot rays or whatever. I mean, the film's called Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, etc. And, and it, she doesn't. the Wasp has nothing to do in this film, which I thought was a shame. I'd also say, as I have, as I said with Doctor Strange, I think there's an issue here with the wider MCU, which is that it has a bit of a tendency to eat itself or become aware of its own success and then doesn't do the hard yards and assumes that you know what's going on if characters have appeared elsewhere. So in this case, I'd say it's pretty important that you've seen Loki to know what Kang is about. Now, it's not that you, it's not like you won't have any idea of what's going on, and but the universes are set up so that they enrich one another. But for, but even for me I had to go away and read about Kang and remind myself of you know how he came up in Loki and what happened and what he, what he's all about in order for this and particularly the post credit scenes to make sense and I think that's something they're really going to have to keep on top of if they're going to keep using the TV and the film stuff um, to inform each other then they need to make sure people 
know that or they don't have to see the TV stuff to watch the films and vice versa because otherwise you're going to risk alienating your audience especially if you're going to keep using the multiverse stuff because you're going to end up obviously with different versions of different characters and stuff like that and it's just going to become confusing and alienating. Just to make a wider point too I think the film suffers from what I've sort of called in my head as as post Endgame and Spider-Man fatigue which is that the films are struggling to give us enough stakes to keep us interested if it's not all end of the world sort of stuff with all the characters coming together in portals etc etc so you get films like this that are feeling like placeholder films or that are treading water films and no massive changes are made so therefore there feels like there's no jeopardy you know I noticed this in this and I noticed it in Love and Thunder where you, you bring in these big baddies that seem unbeatable but they're not so what's the point? And then there feels like there's no jeopardy. There's nothing wrong with giving us small adventures. And if you do, then the bigger ones might feel a little bit more epic. And that's just a wider point about the MCU, which does inform how I felt about Ant-Man. I know we're not talking about it. It's difficult with the MCU films because I'm not talking about the other films. I'm talking about this one. But they're all stylistically similar and they're all in set in the same universe. So it, it almost they do inform each other. So it's difficult not to consider them. In terms of this specific one, it's what I've said. It's a bit tonally all over the place. It feels like a lack of jeopardy in places. And it doesn't. It just lost a little bit of what make what makes the other Ant-Man films good in the way that they play about with his powers and with scale in that sense. Overall, look, it's not it's not doing anything new. It has its flaws. It's probably harmless enough if you want a bit of escape escapism. And I think if you if you you'll like this if you like the Marvel formula at the end of the day. And it's probably worth going um just to enjoy Jonathan Majors as Kang, to be honest. But uh, yeah, until next time, the normal episode will be out on Tuesday. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.